at quarterback number 19. Bernie, Bernie, oh yeah, how you can throw. Yeah, 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 Bernie, Bernie, oh baby, Super Bowl. All right, welcome everybody to yet another episode of Six Peas and a P, our fifth episode. Uh, a little bit late this week, uh, but we're focusing on week four. Browns lost to the Ravens 23-16. to They are now 0-4 to start the season, um, you know, and the weird thing is, is I'm still fairly positive and I think that that's, that's a strange feeling. Um, I'm not used to feeling that way this long into the season about the Browns, and especially because they're 0-4. I mean, I think that that, you know, would lend itself to being pretty doom and gloom. And and me and Brian talked about that last week um, after the loss, um, that it was really bizarre to be 0-3 and, and still be talking about, well, I felt pretty good about this team. But that is still where I'm at. Um, Brandon Whedon again, throwing for over 300 yards. Um, not a great game from Trent Richardson, but, you know, he still showed some excitement. Uh, Greg Little really needs to work on his receiving. Um, you know, this game could have been tied. Uh, if he had caught that totally wide-open touchdown pass. Uh, I believe it was in the third quarter, might have been in the fourth quarter, um, where it literally bounced off of both of his hands. Um, and Little, uh, you know, led the league in drops, I think, last year. Um, I don't have that number in front of me, but I want to say 12 drops or 11 drops. And the Browns have about 12 so far this year as a receiving core. And that stuff's just not going to get it done. Um, so there definitely are some critiques. I mean, the fact that I'm, I'm positive doesn't mean that I don't think that there's lots of stuff that if they worked on it or if they were able to get a little better at it, that this team could very easily be three and one right now, um, or could very easily, you know, have a decent year here. Um, you know, I don't think I'm necessarily thinking playoffs. I don't know what Browns fan is. I mean, that's the other thing. Um, and it's something I wanted to talk about quick today was that, you know, I talk about how I'm positive being 0-4 right now, which seems crazy. Um, and me and Brian talked about that last week as well. But the the weird thing is, is number one, as I mentioned, I don't think there's other teams, other fans of other teams that feel that way, that uh, if the Cowboys were 0-4 right now, I, I doubt anybody would be saying those kind of things. I don't even think those words would enter into the vocabulary. Um, but there's certain things that the Browns just need to do. They need to be able to take advantage. And I mentioned this last week and the week before of other teams mistakes. I mean, very rarely do you, first of all, the Ravens where you're that close within striking distance, um, you know, I mean, 23, 16, and this game was close towards the end. There was a couple times, uh, where the Browns were driving and they were holding the Ravens. And it's like, you know, if you get them on a three and out or you get them to punt the ball, you have to go down and try to score. And, uh, you know, that is the perils probably of having a rookie quarterback where it's a little tougher to get going. But, uh, you know, 
I've, Browns have lost. Joe Flacco has beat the Rave, beat the Browns now all nine times that he's played against them. He's nine and zero, and they have not beat the Ravens in a while, um, maybe ever. That's another good trivia question. I don't know if they've ever even beat them since they've been back. I know that we have a very terrible AFC North record, but um, we might have snuck one in there somewhere. But it's been an awful long time. It's definitely been nine games. And, you know, to have an opportunity uh, to get your first win against one of your hated rivals and against a really good team, I mean, it pains me to say that, but the Ravens are 3-1 and right now. Um, they should have won that Eagles game that they lost, you know, just like the Browns game against the Eagles by some weird strike of fate. They played a terrible game and still managed to get away with the victory. Um, and the same thing happened to the Ravens when the Eagles played them. Um, but, you know, that's a good team, and it's a good team in the division. And, you know, I mean, the positive part is you could say, well, we hung in there. But they need to be able to finish and take advantage of people's mistakes. Um and as I mentioned, you know, we mentioned last week, receiving is just an issue. You know, I know Trent Richardson's going to come on as far as running. You know that he has the potential. You've seen a little bit of it. Uh, but receiving, you know, they just have to get better at that. I mean, I thought Jordan Norwood made a couple nice catches, which was a good surprise. You know, obviously didn't have Masqua out there because of the injury um, from the week before. Uh, but Greg Little, you know, just really needs to – turn into the big-time playmaker on that receiving core. Um, and I, you know this is an issue, hopefully, that if it doesn't come through this season that they'll address in free agency um, or the draft, high draft pick. Um, I was reading an article the other day about all the second-round receivers the Browns have drafted. That The only time they ever drafted a receiver in the first round was Braylon Edwards. And, you know, he actually pretty much has been one of the more, you know, at least for a couple of years there, one of the more successful Browns receivers since they've been back. Um, so, you know, definitely some things to work on, but I, I still feel pretty positive about it. Um, take care of some business quick before we get into a, uh, fast preview of the Giants game this coming Sunday. Uh, we're going to let the trivia question from last week go forward one more week. Uh, we did not have an answer to that. Um, Brian Wiebe, who was my special guest last week and trivia winner from two weeks ago, uh, asked the question, which which Browns quarterback never fulfilled his potential? He got cut from the team twice, I think, actually, Brian said, uh, because he had a very bad stutter and was unable to call plays at the line and communicate effectively. Uh, so who's the Browns stuttering quarterback that had a lot of potential but was not able to fulfill that potential? That is still this week's trivia question. Um and Brian's not here. We're going to let him stick to those Tweet of the Weeks. I, I might do one next week. I haven't had too much time to, to be on Twitter, um, unfortunately, this week. And uh, sorry again for the lateness of this episode, too. Just kind of a busy week here in in real life. And with the game being on Thursday, things just got kind of thrown off. Um, but we're, we're here now, and that's the important thing. Um, but as always, you can follow us on Twitter, too, so make sure to go do that. We're at number six, letter B, number one, letter P. Um, had a great time with Weeby last week. Uh, the get special guest cavalcade continues. Um, you know, we had Chris Poland and Randy and Brian Weeby. Um, hoping to get Ian on here at some point. Hoping to get a few more folks out and about 
for next week's episode, you know, this week I'll actually be um, at my grandparents' 65th wedding anniversary during the game. Um, but I will be in Lorraine, so I, I should be able to catch the end of the game on on TV there, which actual TV, um, because I'm in the in the viewing vicinity there, uh, and uh, you can expect a, a new episode probably Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Um, we'll be up there for a couple days, so I won't, won't be able to get to it right away. Um, but of course, Browns play the Giants this coming Sunday at 1 p.m. Tough game. Um, very tough game. I think the Giants are a pretty good team. Um, and I think it's going to be a hard one for the Browns to, to get their first win at, but I think it's possible. You know, the, the thing that I keep saying, and I, when I talk about being positive about this team, the thing that keeps hitting me is that I feel like they can win these games. Um, and so even someone like the Giants were last year, I would have just completely written it off and hoping that, you know, Colt McCoy didn't throw too many interceptions. I, I, I feel like there's a chance. It might not be a very big one. It might not be a high percentage, but I feel like it's a pretty good chance. That Giants defense is pretty tough. Um, and then obviously, you know, Eli Manning is amazing. Ahmad Bradshaw just coming back. So they, you know, Victor Cruz, they've got a lot of weapons on offense too. Um, and hopefully, you know, the Browns defense can, can you know, do what it did. I, I was impressed versus the Ravens more so than I had been against the, the Bengals. Um, and, you know, hopefully they can manage to kind of piece it together. And if nothing else, you know, I'm just hopeful that they can keep progressing and showing that they're growing as a team. Um, I believe we have the Bengals after that again, which I think is a, you know, a winnable game. Um, and the Colts are coming up. So there's some games that they can win, but it would just be really nice to get one of those, get a W there out of the way. Um, and yeah, you know, you just hope that things can sign it, kind of start clicking together. Joe Hayden will be back, um, not this week, but but next week in week six from his four-game suspension. Um, and, you know, obviously injuries have affected the secondary and all of that too. Um, but you just hope that they can pull it together somehow. So that's it for us this week. Quick episode balance out last week's super special extra long episode um i'm brian Costco. you're listening to six b's and a p on aquabearlegion.com uh had a few aquabear articles posted last week look for a few more in the coming weeks as well so check those out too your one source for force and for ohio music and art um Aquabear just got a P.O. box. That's exciting. I don't have the number yet. We have to stop at the post office today. But that is exciting. More info on that in the future. Um, and and be sure to check out, too, the last Aquabear Legion compilation, 16 and 16, which is available for free download as well. 16 bands recorded in 16 hours last November um, from all around Ohio. It's pretty awesome. Uh, shout out again to Disjointed Studios outside of Nelsonville in the hills there and Mike for making that project come together. And as always, go Browns. I'm your host, Brian Costco, here on AquabearLegion.com. Make sure to check back next Tuesday or Wednesday for another episode of Six B's in a P. And let's beat the Giants on Sunday. Have a good one. <laughs>